Hey, it's Bill from the Pennsylvania Rock Show, and this is three questions for Lou Lombardi. It's episode number 14. Lou, we're going to get right into things. Um, some of, of my listeners may know you as the host of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast. Can you tell us how that, how, how the show came to be and how it affects you personally as, as a musician? The, uh, I was, uh, thrown, dragged, I should say, into podcasting, kicking and screaming by a mentor, uh, a, uh, a business marketing mentor from a few years ago. She was, uh, uh, she had a podcast, her own podcast called Positively Pittsburgh Live, Joanne Quinn Smith. And uh, we became really good friends. She was, she worked with me, like I said, as a mentor and kept on saying, you got to do a podcast. You got to do a podcast. I'm like, I don't want to do a stupid podcast. You got to do a podcast. <laughs> you gotta, I'm like, I don't want to do a stupid podcast. So finally she's like, just record something. And here's how you do it going. So she was doing a talk show, uh, talk show.com. So I, it was free and you all you had to do was talk. I'm like, all right. And, um, you know, I, 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 I played around with it a little bit and I, I didn't really like it. And then, uh, um, it, I've been, I'd been hanging out with an old buddy of mine and we would get together and we would party and listen to music and kind of comment on music and talk about music. And I thought, you know, we should record this. And then I remembered the podcasting thing and like, okay, I got it. Now I know what we're going to do. And, uh, that was, that was sort of the birth of it. my uh, friend, uh, my mentor, Joanne Quinn Smith dragging my, my buddy, Kevin, uh, we just sort of kind of all came together and uh, we started putting it together and, uh, Somebody said, what are you going to call this thing? And we were tossing around names. And uh, somebody said, well, you know, you're like Houdini, but you're like Ludini. Why don't you be Ludini? So it became the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs> Has it affected you as a musician at all? Yes. The uh, It's a it's a great way to kind of be out there, um, you know, in public without leaving your, your home. And people can see and hear you. And kind of get to know, like, and trust you. So, yeah, ab- absolutely. As a musician, it's uh, definitely uh, given me uh, much more of an audience, um, and it's uh, helped to kind of shape a little some of the stuff that I do musically um, as as well. Just kind of getting to know people uh, via the podcast and the different guests I've had on over the years, for sure. Well, that's I I found the podcast before I found the music, so it's working. <laughs> awesome, cool. <laughs> Um, if you could go back in time and spend one year following any band around without changing history, you know, the back to the future effect, okay. um, which band would you follow and why? Oh my God. I would, uh, have to pick, um, I would have to pick Led Zeppelin. Um, I think that they just, they were my, they're my Beatles. I love the Beatles, but they're Led Zeppelin's my Beatles. Um, because, of just what they were able to accomplish in terms of laying the foundations, even though they technically aren't a metal band, they laid the foundations for metal and what was to come and what was to rock was to be, uh, you know, 10 years down, you know, 20, 30, 40, even up to now, um, they, they really laid that, that foundation and to just kind of be a part of that energy of that time, that late sixties, early seventies and the birth of all that, I just think would be absolutely freaking amazing. <laughs> I, um, I got that question from a social studies teacher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, which I happen to be, but anyway, <laughs> Oh, cool. Um, so before we go any further, um, we're going to play where have all the acid Queens going tonight. 
Um, what can you tell me about that song? Is there an interesting story behind it? Did anything cool happen while you were recording? Like, what, give me, give me the, uh, MTV or uh, VH1 storyteller's version of this. <laughs> okay. Um, I was, uh, it was probably some documentary, some music documentary that I was watching and, um, about, oh, I know what it was. It was, uh, it was a documentary about the movie and the, uh, the rock opera Tommy where there is the acid queen p- portrayed by Tina Turner. And I just kind of saw this era of experimentation and sort of this idea that people were kind of opening up their mind and ex- trying to expand their consciousness. And I was starting to think like, you know, where is that now? Where are people like just kind of like, you know, digging in deeper and, and, and trying to find something, uh, you know, discover something bigger about themselves and, and the bigger world around them, the deeper world, the, the, uh, the, the bigger part of the universe. How do they, you know, where is that now? And where are these, we could use some acid Queens <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and it's, and the song ended up be- becoming a sort of, um, you know, I, I started playing with the, 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 the concept where have all the acid Queens gone and it, you know, it sort of became a little homage to those, that era, of course, and as well as those ladies, you know, they, you know, my, as I was work, working on the song, I was thinking of uh, Gracie Slick and Mama Cass and Tina Turner, and of course the uh, the 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 lady queen, I think of all of that, uh, Janis Joplin, and just sort of so sort of a play on all that um, sort of imagery, and there's some fun Easter eggs in the song. You know, I refer to the uh, the merry the merry pranksters, which were the uh, the the, t- the people that went around uh, on the bus, you know. Uh, doing dropping acid and tuning in and tu- uh, tu- tuning out or, or whatever they call it. Not, it's not coming to me at the moment, but I make a reference to uh, the electric cherry Kool Aid. You know, there was the uh, you know uh, th- that was you know so it's a sort of fun song in a way, but sort of kind of points at something that I thought was kind of poignant. Was you know let, why are we not still let's dig deeper, let's let's expand our consciousness, let's see what's out there. And, and it takes you back to the era that you want to go to, also. 60s right. and 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, stuff. So we're going to take a moment and listen to Where Have All the Acid Queens Gone? And we'll be right back with Lou.
That was where have all the acid queens gone? Hey Lou, before I forget, where where can my listeners um, track down some some of your music? We are. I tell you what, you can find me uh, a couple of different ways um, on Spotify as well as YouTube. As all the social stuff, you can find me just Lou Lombardi. Um, if you would like to get some of my music, you'd like to get a free some free downloads. You can go to lulombardimusic.com. So if you search, but if you search on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, you can search Lou Lombardi or my uh, previous project, Lou Lombardi's Strange Love, which is a uh, the, the band I the, that I had a few years ago. It has a really cool CD out that uh, people are still still grooving on. So you can check that as well, and all the uh, all the regular places. Cool. All right. So next, I'm going to let Marina from Echo Heart ask her question. I really like it when people talk about like their live show memories because I feel like just the craziest stuff happens on stage. So I wanted to know what's a really great live show memory that you have. Okay, I have many. Lot, playing live is one of my absolute favorite things, and I and I really really miss it. I I, I really need to get back out and start playing live again soon. Um, and I, I have a hard time with this question because there's so many cool things that happen. But I'm gonna pick kind of one that kind of like a little self deprecating story. Um, I was uh, this was at the Hard Rock Cafe in Pittsburgh, and they've got uh, it, it's a it's a cool it's a pretty cool uh, music uh, venue, and I was playing there with a band called Super Monkey. In the uh, I don't know early to mid early to mid two thousands there with Christian yeah with Christian uh, and we're having a you know I am I when the music starts we start playing I I get really excited I got, I'm a very physical musician on stage I run around I jump up and down I you know um, it isn't like I'm not trying to put on a show I'm just literally feeling it and getting into it and um, they've uh, at the hard rock on the stage, there's no carpeting or anything like that. It's this nice, beautifully well-polished hardwood floor. And I had a uh, brand new guitar cable that had that uh, cloth wrapping around it. So, you know, it doesn't tangle as easily because uh. I run around. I'm like, okay, this will keep it from getting tangled up. And the only thing about that is when you have that nice, soft cloth on nice, smooth hardwood floors, you have like a little skating rink <laughs> thing <laughs> happening. And I was rocking out and getting into it. And I stepped on the cable and feet went right out from under me. And I was playing a solo. And I thought, well, I fell right on my ass. I'm laying on my back. And I thought, well, I could like, you know, oh, I got to get up. But no, I just think well, let's just make it part of the show. So I just laid there on the floor and played the solo. And everybody in the band thought it was great. And the audience was screaming and getting into it. And they thought, you know, you know, that it was cool. So it was just, a, you know, kind of an, a happy accident. You know, I didn't plan it that way, but people loved it. And it was a good time. <laughs> I, I back to the future popped into my head again. I was imagining uh, Marty sliding back through the crowd or th- across the stage on his knees. <laughs> yeah, but he looked cool. This was yeah. this was like completely like feet <laughs> out from under you, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, it's that time. What I need from you, Lou, is a question for um, Night's Edge. Okay, uh, Night's Edge. First of all, I want to say that I watched. Your video, I've been to your website, I've checked you guys out. That glowing and, makeup is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, I thought the song was was very cool. And we are going to be we're gonna play you guys on, on our I on my podcast uh nice. the next time around. I'm always looking for cool bands like this. So so uh but what I want to ask, I I think this band is great. I think they're destined for big things. So what I'm gonna ask is I believe it's Brian. Yes. Um uh, Brian, you could in in their fantasy, you can pick any of the big tours you want to be on. Any of them. 
which one would you pick to be on and why? See, this is the best part about this show. Now you have to listen to that episode to hear his answer. I'll check it out for sure. <laughs> I see how you're a sneaky sucker. You're trying to yeah. get, grow your audience. Shame on you. No, it's very cool. It's very clever. I love it, Bill. Great idea. Thank you. So, um, Lou, I do want to thank you for coming on. Um, and I, I will be tuned in next week to your show as well. <laughs> awesome. Bill, we do, we do appreciate all the support, by the way, on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast. So thank you very much. And uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with this podcast, when you're listening to this, there's like three links in the in the show notes to it already. So make sure you click one of them. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Okay. So make sure you join us on the 1st and 15th of every month for new episodes of Three Questions and a song. I almost said the Pennsylvania Rock Show. <laughs> make sure you check that out, too. <laughs>